Join us on August 6th for Family Sunday. It's a family-friendly service with guest speaker Eric Camp. Child care is provided for kids three and under. There will be prayer for all students heading back to school at the end of service. And then Aqua Grande will follow the 10 a.m. service on the East Lawn with water games, obstacles, and competitions. Free food will be available for lunch. Funnel cakes, water, and pop will be available for purchase as well. Flyers and sign-up sheets are at the Nerve Center. Well, good evening, Only Believe family. Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord? Amen. Oh, come on. You can do better than that. Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord? I want you to turn to somebody next to you and say, it's good to see you here tonight. And I want to welcome all of you live streamers. We're so glad to have you joining with us tonight. We just pray that the service will impact you in some way. Also, I would like to welcome any new guests that we have here tonight. If you are new with us, welcome. It's so good to have you here. There's a card in the back of the pew. If you would just fill that out for us, you can take it out to the Welcome Center. We would just love to meet you. Just answer any questions that you may have about what we do here at Only Believe. So we just want to welcome you. Uh, the first thing I have tonight is we have prayer cards. There's people walking around right now with some prayer cards. If you have a prayer request for yourself or a family member, a friend, whoever, you can write that down there. Somebody will take that from you. And then that leads me to our next thing. We have our prayer service this coming Saturday morning at 8 to 9. We also take those prayer cards and we pray over those as well as we do that. I just want to encourage you, if you've not been to a prayer morning, they are amazing. You should definitely come out to that. It is such an awesome time of worship. We just come together as the body of Christ, and we just intercede together, and it is so powerful. So if you haven't been to one, I encourage you to come, bring somebody out. Again, that is from 8 to 9 this coming Saturday. Um, so that's all I have tonight. If you want to stand up on your feet, we're going to get into some worship, and let's just pray. Father, we just welcome you in this place tonight. Holy Spirit, just come and have your way. Come and sit in this room. We just welcome you in this place tonight. We thank you that your spirit is here, God, that in this service as the worship comes, as the word come, God, that lives are being changed, Father God, that chains are being broken, God, that freedom is being found, Lord. We just thank you, Jesus, that we have the ability to come together as the body of Christ and to lift your name on high. And we thank you for it in Jesus' name.
of freedom breaking out. We raise our voices loud. It's here right now. Oh, come along. 
thankful for the Lord. Well, we have come to the point in our service where we get to give. And I say this, we get to. It's not a have to, but we get to. It's an honor and it's a privilege. So I want to read this to you real quick. 2 Corinthians 9, 6 and 7. And it says this, the point is this, whoever sows sparingly will also reap sparingly. And whoever sows bountifully will also reap bountifully. Each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly or under compulsion. For God loves a cheerful giver. Now this scripture reminds us of the principle of sowing and reaping. And that's a kingdom principle. It's not just in agriculture, and we're in Botkins. Welcome, family. We're in Botkins. (laughs) It's a very agricultural area, and sowing and reaping is so real for plants and crops, but it's also in the kingdom. So this is a fundamental truth for us, and as you all know, as you all exit tonight, there's a truck out there full of sweet corn. Please take the sweet corn. We have corn up to our eyeballs. We would love it for you to take the sweet corn. But we, as you know, we have a garden. 
out back of this property. And the staff and volunteers here at this church has been tending to this garden. But here's what I've noticed. Number one, I'm a farmer now. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I am not by any means a farmer. And most of us are not. Most of us don't even know what to pick and when to pick it. We have to be told what to do. But here's what I've noticed. Last year, when we planted the garden, we planted four rows of green beans. Who remembers all the green beans? Oh my. We had green beans for days. And I remember thinking, this is just crazy. Like, this plant looks bad. I'm going to pull out this whole plant. Okay, I'm going to get rid of that. This year we have corn like that. That's why you have a truckload of corn. Please take it as you exit. That's my second plug. You're welcome. But all by a seed in the ground, a seed that was sown, and we've had bountiful harvest, and we're able to bless those in Botkins and give them free produce that, let's be honest, right now at a time in this world, we all need some free groceries. Like, it's, it's a little rough. Things have gone up in price. But because we have sown, the Lord has grown it, and we reap. That is not just agriculture. That is kingdom principle. That is kingdom process. When you sow and you give of your money and you give to tithe and offering, you will reap. The Bible says if you do it sparingly, you'll reap sparingly. If you do it bountifully, you'll reap bountifully. So I encourage you tonight, as you prepare your tithes and offerings, there's three ways to give up here on the screens. And as you prepare your tithes and offerings, I encourage you, don't do it begrudgingly. Do it cheerfully. Do it with a happy heart. Be excited about it, number one. And number two, don't do it sparingly. Give bountifully so there's always enough. Amen? Amen. Let's pray. Father, I thank you for tonight. I thank you, Lord, that tonight, Lord, what is sown in great will be reaped in great, Father. I thank you, Lord, that you bless what is sown in this church, Father God. I thank you, you bless every person that is a tither and a giver, and they will not go without. They will not have lack in their household, Lord. And I thank you for that tonight. In Jesus' mighty name. All right, stand to your feet, bring your tithe and offering down. I also want to remind you, we have a guest speaker here tonight. He will be taking up an offering at the end too. So if you have extra and above, save it for that. Go ahead, bring it on down. What an honor to stand up here tonight and introduce our, our guest speaker. Pastor Wilmer uh, has, has been to Ohio different times, but has never uh, been able to minister uh, specifically in our church. Pastor Dosik has ministered with uh, Pastor Wilmer in Honduras multiple times, and I have known Pastor Wilmer for about 10 years, um, so what an honor for, for him to be tonight. Um, you know, Pastor Wilmer and his family, if I had to give a verse that they embody, it would be in Matthew 25, where at the end of a couple of verses, it says, when you cared for one of the least of these, my little ones, my true brothers and sisters, you demonstrated love for me. And that is what Wilmer and his family embody in Honduras. You know, Wilmer can be found um, many times singing, dancing, praying, preaching with tens of thousands of people in crusades 
or he can be found in the, in the trash dumps of San Pedro Sula serving the, the children that live there. His family and him do this every day. Um, so ministers many different ways. Uh, he's planted over 23 churches in Honduras, Mexico, and Dominican Republic. And his family is literally shaking Honduras for Jesus. So without further ado, my friend and mentor, Pastor Wilmer. Wow. Oh, what a such a privilege. Um, thank you so much for this great opportunity that you are giving us to be here with you. Like my brother Benjamin says, um, I am with uh, my wife and my four kids. Can you guys just come for one minute, for one second, please? I want my wife and my four kids. I want to introduce you guys, my precious family. Um, come on. I, I just want to honor them because I cannot do what I'm doing in the kingdom of God without their support. It's, it's, it's just amazing. Um, I want to tell you guys that we just, well, like two months ago, we just celebrate our 25th anniversary with my wife. <laughs> uh, and Jenny is such a blessing. And uh, this is Jonathan. Uh, I'm sorry. I conf <laughs> they very look like, right? This is Isaac. This <laughs> Thank you. I'm the father, I promise to you. <laughs> this is Isaac, he plays the drum set. This is Esther, he sings and plays the violin. Uh, this is Jonathan, he plays the electric bass. And this is, uh, this is Daniel, and he plays the guitar. Um, and we have a, a music team that we call Freedom Band. So, thank you guys. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Um, who believes here that um, the, you have a purpose in God? Can you raise your hand and say, I have purpose? Uh, God creating you with a purpose. Can you say amen? amen? Everything that is created is created with a purpose. Nothing is created without purpose. So you are a creation, and also you have a creator. And that creator, tell the person next to you, is not finished with you yet. <laughs> you and me, we are under, under construction. No matter how many years you are in, a, in, um, in Christianity, I gave my life to the Lord when I was 12. Today, I'm 44, 45, I'm sorry, five days ago, I turned it 45. I know that I look like 25, but I'm, I'm 45. Please, I hope that you were saying, yes, you look very young. I don't know, but for some reason, I feel home here. I feel, I, I, I feel freedom here. <laughs> um, um, I thank the guys of Dream On for the great opportunity also. Pastor Peter Dossett, who I consider my spiritual father too in Honduras. 
Uh, he, he came to Honduras uh, many times, and um, he preaches the gospel everywhere, many places. We have many, many, many testimonies about uh, healing, about deliverance, about, you know, people receiving Jesus. It's just amazing, and I, I really honor Pastor Peter Dossett. Can you clap your hands for Pastor Peter Dossett? It's, it's amazing um, what God is, is doing in him, through him, and God is not finished yet. The best years of Pastor Peter Dossett are ahead. I believe it. I believe it. Um, I, wanna, I want you to um, open your Bibles in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 4, 4 verse 7. And the Bible says, but we have this treasure. Can you say with me, treasure? We have this treasure in yards of claim to show that this, is, this old surpassing power is from God and not from us. We are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed but not in despair, despair. Persecute, but not abandoned. Struck down, but not destroyed. Father, we thank you for this great opportunity, Lord. I ask you, Father, that you can bless us with your word, and we declare that we are a good ground, and we're going to get fruit 30, 60, and of it all, 100%. Lord, in the name of Jesus, Father, I ask you, Lord, to bless our lives, to give us hope, to give us faith through your word. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Every one of us, when we receive Jesus... When we say that Jesus is our Lord and Savior, literally the kingdom of God is deposited inside of us. Who say amen? So each one of, if, each one of us, if you, says, if, you, if you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, you have the kingdom of God inside of you. Jesus is inside of you. If, you. if you see in the Bible, like John Baptist, he was preaching pretty much the same, mes same message over and over. Repent, because the kingdom of God is near to you. And then the first message that, pre that Jesus preached was about the same message of John Baptist. Repent, because the kingdom of God is near to you. And um, when I read this in the Bible, that we have this treasure. Each one of us, of us as a Christians, we have this treasure. But this treasure has been put in, and it says, in jars of clay. Jars of clay. Can you say jars of clay? 
Notice that it doesn't say jars of gold. <laughs> Why? Because it's not about the clay. It's about what is inside of the clay, which is the kingdom of God. Because if God put this treasure in gold, in a jar of gold, then the tension, all the tension is going to be for the gold. But God wants you and want me to understand that the greatest treasure that we have is the kingdom of God inside of us. I am from Honduras. Considered one of the poorest countries in the world. Actually, I have friends that I always invite them to come down to Honduras. And they said, no way. Uh, the TV stations, the, the news says, do not go to Honduras. And they told me that. And, and, and then sometimes, you know, I asked God and I said, wow, I wish they can come. But they, they, they feel that Honduras is, is not a country that you can go. And listen this. But your biggest treasure is not about the country that you belong. The biggest treasure is not about the type of house that you have. The greatest treasure that you have is not the talent that you have. It's not the money that you have. It's the kingdom of God inside of you. No matter where you live. No matter where you live. No matter how much you have. It is about the kingdom of God. That's the reason, uh, brothers and sisters, that I am not ashamed to show the kingdom of God wherever I go. I remember that I was traveling with, with my whole family uh, to Dominican Republic. And I always, always, almost 99%, I carry a ukulele with me. A small ukulele, you know. And I play it. I play it. I, I started with kids because they love music, you know. So I play the ukulele everywhere I go. And then uh, I was at, inside of the airplane, and I hear that voice telling me, stand up and start playing the ukulele. And I said myself, I rebuked the enemy. I'm not going to do that because I'm going to get in trouble. You know, but then I told my wife, and I said, listen... I think the Lord wants me to play the ukulele here, uh, 30,000 feet. I said, my goodness. So I told my kids and I said, listen, I'm going to do this. If something happened, please say that I'm a good father and I'm a good husband, okay? <laughs> because, you know, you can get in trouble if you start doing stuff like that inside of the airplane. So I started singing, you know, but I didn't know that the half of the people Inside of that airplane, they were Dominicans. And Dominican, you know the Dominican people, they are a little, a little crazy. I love them, you know. <laughs> but you know a Dominican, you know. So uh, as soon as I start singing, Espiritu, Espiritu, ch -ch 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 -ch, and then I start hearing people singing with me. And then I, I get more trust, you know, more confidence, and, and then I start dancing, you know, and then everybody was singing and doing video, and then uh, I finished that song, and they start saying, another one, another one. At the end, when I finished, I said, God, God, guys, we are so close to God right now, more than anybody downstairs. 
So what about if we repent and we confess our sin and we give, and we give worship to the Lord? Listen, everywhere you go, the kingdom of God needs to be established. Everywhere you go, no matter the situation, no matter what's going on, no matter, no matter what's going on in your marriage, no matter what's going on in your family, no matter what's going on in your job, and your company, the kingdom of God, we carry the kingdom of God. That's the greatest treasure. Matthew chapter 6, verse 21, please, if you can open your Bibles and read it. Matthew chapter 6, verse 21. It says, for where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. I have a question for you tonight. What is your biggest treasure? And listen, I ask this question sometimes uh, to a mom. And the mom, mom always say this. My kids, they are my treasure. Oh, my kids. And some people, you know, uh, they said, well, my treasure is my talent. I love my talents. I think about my talents every single day. I love my talents. Where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. Make sure that your treasure is Jesus. Because if we make Jesus our treasure, nothing else really matters. A man can leave the house and you're going to be okay because you have Jesus. Money can come and go, but you're going to be okay because you have Jesus. No matter what's going to take place, you're going to be okay because you have Jesus. The greatest treasure. You can see in the Bible people that they change and they sold everything just to follow Jesus. Because they discover that Jesus is the most important in our lives. And reading this scripture, I was telling Brother Benjamin that I was, I was amazed because this is the first time that I preached this message and the Lord was, was speaking to my heart. And I do believe that at least one person here, the Lord is speaking to you. At least one person here, when you leave that door, you will understand that that you have to stop crying for those things that you don't have it anymore. You have to stop being sad or being depressed for things that, that happens in your family or in your marriage. Because at the end, if you are in Jesus, you're going to be okay. Everybody say amen. amen. Clap your hands to Jesus. Jesus is our treasure. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the Bibles, the Bible says, uh, then Apostle Paul is explaining to us why is it that we are a jar, a jar of clay? And he's, uh, and he's telling us uh, different things that we, that we handle every single day, that we face every single day. For instance, says, we are, it says, we are hard present on every side. Who feel that way sometimes? I feel that way sometimes. 
I feel, pres I feel pressure from family. <laughs> I feel pressure from, from uh, uh, ministry. I'm telling you, it's not, it's not easy. Nobody says that it's easy. Jesus never says that it's going to be easy. Actually, Jesus, say, Jesus says to his disciples, in this world, you're going to have trials. You're going to have trials. But if you trust in me, I already defeat the world. You're going to be okay because I already defeat the world, says, says Christ. And sometimes we feel pressure in different areas. And sometimes we, we feel that we cannot handle this situation anymore. But, but then the Bible says, yes, you are hard pressure on every side, but not crushed. But not crushed. Tell the person next to you, you're going to be okay. Just trust in Jesus. Hey, I'm, I'm here. I travel many miles away just from Jesus to tell you, just believe in the name of Jesus. Just believe everything is going to be okay. Everything is going to be okay. Apostle Paul says, I can do all things through, through Christ. I can do all things through Christ. So sometimes it says we are, we are perplexed. Perplexed. Sometimes there is so many things going on that we are like, I don't know what to do. I feel that way many times. I can share with you many testimonies. In different areas that we feel perplexed. We don't know what to do. But even when we feel perplexed, we have hope. Who has hope here? Even if you feel that you don't know what to do, there is hope in Jesus Christ. He is going to help you. He is going to give you a way. He is going to make a way from you. It says we're going we're gonna to feel persecuted, but we are not abandoned. Even when you feel persecuted, especially when you try to seek in God first, oh my gosh, you're going to experience a, such a persecuity. It's just crazy. When you, try, when you try to follow Jesus with all your heart, then the enemy, the enemy is going to try to bring persecute to you like, like never before. You don't have an idea with my kids. My oldest son, Daniel, he has almost 24 years old. And he, I'm saying this by the glory of God, he is one of the best guitar players in Honduras so far. He went to a competition and he went, he went the first plate in the, as a guitar player. And you don't have an idea how many, how many musicians from the world, they, they were talking to him and telling him, hey, you should play and, and different, um, diff a lot of things in the world, not Christianity. And you're going to make good money. And I remember one day, I know Daniel remember this day. I remember like five years ago, something like that. that Daniel talked to me and says, Dad, I need to work. And at least I'm going to try it. And I said, son, the talent that you have is for the Lord. You need to bring glory and honor to the Lord with the talent that he has, he has been given. 
So he told me and says, God, but dad, but it's just a job. It's not gonna be, it's not, it's not gonna, it's not gonna be bad. It's, it's gonna be okay. I told him and I tried to explain and I said, listen, the problem is the environment that you're gonna be exposed. It's not, it's not, it's not a God environment, a godly, godly environment. And then he goes, you know what? I'm gonna do it no matter what. And then I said, okay, then do it and leave the house. Luja. I start getting like, and then he went to his room and started preparing all his clothing. And then I get into my room and I start screaming and I said, Jesus, I don't take care of kids for the world. I'm, I don't have kids that they're going to please the devil. I'm claiming to you right now. Look, Daniel. Daniel is getting ready to leave. Please send your spirit and stop him. My wife was crying. All my other three kids, they were crying. And I don't know how Daniel came out from the room. And he started weeping. And he started getting on his knee. Remember Daniel? And then, guess what? God spoke to my heart and says, go to the kitchen. Get the big bottle of oil that you have there. Like this. My wife buy the whole oil for the entire year. You know, so I took that thing and I see my wife and said, no, 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 that one. I said, stop. I need to do this. And then I, I pour out the whole tank of oil and I was telling him, you belong to Jesus and you are here to bring glory to God and this earth. I'm telling you. And then... And then I remember, and I'm telling you this, guys, in front of the Lord. That was the last time that this guy told me something, struggling about something to go and play and all, to do all these kind of things. So what I'm saying is, you're going to be in those moments that you think that is going to be the end. You're going to be in those moments that you said, this is it. I'm going to lose my kids. I'm going to lose my marriage. I'm going to lose my job. I'm going to lose my business. But you know what? Inside of you, you have a treasure. You have the kingdom of God. You have access to the kingdom of God. If sickness try to come to you, you have the kingdom of God. And in the kingdom of God, there is no sickness. Everything that you need is not in a man. Everything that you need is in the kingdom of God. And that's exactly, and I love, I love the verse 13. Please go with me to the verse 13 of the Second Corinthians chapter 4, verse 13. I love it. I love it. It is written, I believe it, therefore I have spoken. Can you read it with me, brothers and sisters? At a count of three. One, two, three. It is written. I believe it. Therefore, I have spoken. I have a question to you. Do you believe it? Because I'm telling you, there is sometimes 
especially in the times and the season that we are living. Many people, for some reason, they are, they are stopped believing. Listen, I was reading this, that from 2000 and 2023, over 2 million of Christian leaders, they make a decision to stop believing in Christ. Now, they said that they are atheists. Some of them, they said that they, 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 they abandoned the faith. I'm telling you this. If you believe, you're going you're gonna to speak it. I'm going to say it again. If you believe it, you're going to speak it. No matter what's going on in your marriage, your marriage is going to be okay because you believe that God is greater than the problem that you have in your marriage. The problem is when we stop believing. If you stop believing that your kids, they are people of God. If you stop believing that your kids, they have the kingdom of God inside of us, no matter, no matter what's going on with them. No matter if they are in the world, no matter if they are going crazy right now, just believe that they're going to come back and they're going to preach the gospel and they're going to bring honor to God. But please, I'm asking you tonight, do not stop believing. And how, how you know and how I know that you stop believing when you, when you stop speaking it. Why? Because the Bible says that in our, it says in our tongue, we have the power of life or death. If we say it, if we believe it, listen, every time when I see my kids and says, I said always, I said, this is a man of God. This is somebody that is a head and not a tile. I'm sorry if I say something wrong. I, my English is not my first language. You have to ask the Holy Ghost to translate, okay? <laughs> but I'm telling you this, brothers and sisters. There is a woman in the Bible, actually two women, and one of the women make a decision, and she took the best decision according to the Word of God. That's Luke chapter 10, verse 42. Please, that's the last verse that I'm going to share with you, and then we want to pray. In Luke, Luke chapter 10, verse 42. Do you have it? I don't. Give me a second. It says, but few things are needed. Or indeed, only one. How many? How many? Many has chosen what is better. Mary has chosen what is better. And it will not be taken away, away from her. Brothers and sisters, she make a decision. Martha make a decision. 
Martha was struggling, so busy, so caught in life with many things. But then Mary make a decision, and she make a decision. He says, I'm going to be focused with, and, 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 and the best part, which is Jesus. Somebody say amen. amen. If you chose Jesus, that's the best part. That's the best part. The enemy is going to come and offer to you many things just to, just to take you away to be in focus in Jesus. But Mary in the Bible, she was totally focused. Listen, seven years ago, I, we got a visa eight years ago as a family. And as soon as we got a visa, I received an invitation to America. And as soon as I received an invitation, a church told me, that they wanna they wanna have us and me as a as, as a as a Latin pastor in his church, and they're gonna move the entire family. They're gonna help us, and they're gonna help us with the legal paper and all that kind of stuff. I remember when I received that news, I was dancing. I was saying, because I love America, guys. Come on, you have an amazing country. I love your food. I love everything about America. So when I received this invitation to be, the, to be the, the Latin pastor of this church with my entire family, I said, But guess what? God says nothing. I was begging him. I was literally crying and said, God, hello. But every time when I asked God and I said, God, I want to do a crusade in Honduras. Boom! He was sending all the funds. He was selling all the resources. But every time when I was asking him about to move to America, mm -mm. and I have to make a decision. I'm telling you this, guys. For me, for my family, sometimes being in Honduras represents a wilderness. Did I say it right? Why? Because it's not easy to be there. I promise to you. Sometimes. Sometimes. <laughs> and when I received that, that invitation and that offer, I said that it has to be God that wants me to quit this wilderness. But no, something that I learned is that you have to learn to love your wilderness because in your wilderness, Jesus is going to show up. John Baptist developed his ministry in the wilderness. And Jesus showed up. In one moment, Jesus showed up. To John Baptist. So we make a decision to stay in Honduras because we rather to stay in the place that God is with us than to move to a place that God is not willing for us to do it. Even that that seems so good to us. Even when my whole soul and body wanted, if it's not the will of God, it's not going to happen. God is looking for it. God is looking for the one, the value, that treasure. It is about the treasure. You and me, we are vassals. We are jars of clay. We are so fragile. Fragile. Is that the word? Fragile? We are so fragile. We are so fragile. But inside of, of us, there is power. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead live inside of us. 
So the kingdom of God is inside of us. If you pray for somebody and you believe, that person is going to receive the healing. The kingdom of God is inside of us. And that's our treasure. I don't feel more happiness and joy than to do the will of God and his kingdom. Clap your hands to Jesus. Hallelujah. All things are possible for those who believe. I really admire your pastor. He's a general of the faith. We consider, consider your pastor as a general of the faith and I remember when he was preaching in our church. He, he already preached several times in our church. He gave me his, his suit jacket. But the problem is like I'm a little. But I'm telling you guys, I have that, 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 that jacket in my closet. And I'm working out. And I'm going to fit it. It's going to fit me one day. But I really, I, I, I asked him one day, you know, and I said, can you pray for me? Because I want to have the faith that you have to pray for the sick. And I, I do remember we were driving to Omoa, and he told me, Wilmer, just do it. Don't think that you're going to be prepared to do it. Just do it. If you believe it, just do it. Can you tell the person next to you, just do it. Hey, pray for your wife. Pray for your husband. Pray for your kids. Just do it. Just do it. And you will see a miracle taking place. Because if you believe it, you receive it. You just have to believe. You just have to believe. Guys, I'm here in America. I'm speaking to you in English because I believe. I never went to school 11 years ago. Zero English for me, 11 years ago. And I'm here talking to you. Why? Because I believe it. And because I believe it, I speak. Somebody believes tonight? I don't know what's going on with you. I don't know what's going on in your marriage. I don't know what's going on in your family. I don't know what's going on with your kids. I know that there is sometimes that they got crazy. I know that. I'm a father. But hey, hey, keep believing. Keep believing. You're going to see a miracle right there. You're going to see a miracle right there. The worship team, can you come, guys? I want you to stand up, please, if you can stand up. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You have a treasure. I want you to open your Bible in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. And I'm going to close. I'm going to close with that verse. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, 12 verse 9.
Then it says, but he says, he said to me, my grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. I'm going to read it again. My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Listen, the grace of God is not just to forgive our sin. If you come to God asking for forgiveness, He's going to forgive you. But the grace of God has another face. And the, 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 the other face of the grace is power. Can you say with me power? The same power that forgives us from sin is the same power that gives us victory and destroy the sin in our lives. Apostle Paul in, second, in 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 10, he was talking to the, to the other disciples and he goes, I, 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 I do great, great things more than you. But it's not me. It's the grace that is upon me. You already have that grace inside of you. You just need to believe it and claim it. Believe it and say it. Say it over your kids. Say it in any situation that you are dealing right now. By the grace of God, we are what we are. And by the grace of God, we have what we have. We cannot do anything without Jesus. According to John chapter 15. says, you cannot do anything without me. You can try it. Try it. And at the end, you will figure it out. That you cannot do it without me. I do believe that if, if you already received Jesus... That grace is upon you. It's inside of you already. You just need to believe it in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you tonight. Father, I ask you, Lord, for each family represented here, Lord. I ask you, Father, for each person that is here tonight, Lord. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you that you are here. Thank you that by your grace, by your grace, we are more than conquerors. By your grace, our marriage is going gonna, is gonna to end it strong in the name of Jesus. By your grace, our kids, they're going to serve the Lord. Me and my house, we're going to serve the Lord. You, you have to say it. You have to believe it. You are not going to stop saying it no matter what. Because the grace of God is with you. In the name of Jesus, Father. I ask you, Lord, if, if there is some, somebody that is dealing with sickness, sickness right now, Lord. I ask you, Father, to bring the healing. We believe for our healing, Lord. Father, if there is someone here dealing with depression, dealing with anxiety... Dealing with sadness, Lord, in the name of Jesus. 
we declare your grace, Lord. In the name of Jesus, we declare the same grace that Jesus has is in us. In the name of Jesus, Father, I ask you, Lord, that each person here is going to leave this place not the same way that they came. They're going to leave this place believing, believing more than ever. We stop listening the lies of the enemy. We believe, Lord. Open your mouth and says, I believe. I believe in the name of Jesus Christ. Can you clap your hands to Jesus tonight, please? Thank you, Jesus. Hey, you may be seated. I want to show you a three minutes video uh, of um, what's going on right now in Honduras. Um, we want to tell you guys that, um, that we are believing by faith. Um, we recently, we just moved to a new facility. We used to have a place, renting a place that can feed only like a hundred people. And I do remember Dream On coming and preaching. We, we for 11 years, we were renting that place and oh my gosh, what an amazing time. But during the pandemic, during the pandemic, we were driving with my wife and we saw a sign say in a, in a, in a, in a building saying for sale. And this building is amazing has the capacity for 700 chairs and also has rooms, classroom for the kids and also has a swimming pool inside, which is that an extra blessing right there. We, we do baptisms in that swimming pool. We do parties with the kids. I want to show you uh, uh, the video. So you, I ju uh, we just want to tell you that we have been raising funds uh, to pay this building and we are very close. They, they um, asked for this building $300,000, but we, from those $300,000, we are just $90,000 short for the miracle. We believe, and because I believe, I am saying it, that belong to us in the name of Jesus. Can you believe with us, guys? Can you pray for us? I want to show you the video, please, guys, the video. And then after the video, they told me that we, we can recollect a, a love offering from you guys. What happened to you? I hear it all the time. They tell me something's different in my words and in my eyes. What happened to you? They see it on my face. They got a million questions, all that I can say. Jesus happened in the blink of an eye. Every part of my life was changed. 
Thank you so much, guys. Uh, we want to tell you that um, we opened that building every day from 8 o'clock in the morning, and we close it at 10 o'clock in the night. We have people working full-time and music lessons, also feeding program, and pretty much what you see is almost every day happen in the church, and we have been doing this for the last 12 years. I, I, I thank God for, for this church and for the guys of Tremont that they have been supporting us all of these years. And so, guys, um, if, you, if you feel in your heart to, to sow in a seed, is more than welcome. May the, Lord, may the Lord bless you, Benjamin. If the ushers could bring up the buckets, I just want to say a prayer over the offering here tonight. Father, we thank you for Pastor Wilmer. We thank you for his family, Lord. We thank you that we get to be generous tonight to Pastor Wilmer, to Honduras, Lord. We thank you for bringing him all the way here. We thank you that we have brothers and sisters all over the world, Lord, that are laboring for the gospel every single day, Father. And I thank you for the specifically the kids, Lord, in Honduras that Pastor Wilmer mentors every single day, Lord, that he brings out of poverty, Lord, that he, he teaches them skills and he teaches them the gospel. They're going to be the, the next world changers of Honduras and, and abroad, Lord. I thank you for all that you've placed inside of him. He taught us about the kingdom of God tonight, and I thank you for what he represents for the kingdom of God, Lord. So I just thank you that you would bless him tonight, Lord. You'd keep him. You'd cause your face to shine upon him and his family tonight. And we give you all the praise and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. You may bring your offering down front. Thank you. Thank you And so then much. you are dismissed. So we brought teachers, teachers like this, saying Freedom Band. They are, they are, they are in the exit. Uh, it's twenty dollars donation, and um, and you can wear it. And it's um, actually uh, ladies from the church. They make these teachers. Single mothers that they are in the church. They make these teachers. So you are more than welcome to to get as many as you want bring bring to your family teachers <laughs> god bless you guys